Welcome back to Cargumentative. I'm your host, as usual, Thomas Faulkner from the Sunday Times. And as usual, I'm joined in studio, that's right, a real studio, not a virtual studio, by the one and only... Brenwin Naidu, also from Sunday Times and Sowetan Motoring and just the general fixture in the Arena Holdings building. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I am Putin Biani, the one and only petrosexual. Oh, the petrosexual's back. <laughs> with that smooth, rich voice. <laughs> the Isaac Hayes of the South African murdering scene. Thomas, are you well? Oh, I'm okay, you know. I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Are you guys well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you shouldn't be well, though. Why not? Well, I'll get into it as we yeah. unfold. As we go along. Yeah. Okay. I think we should point out that our host, Thomas Falconer, is wearing shorts while, while recording this. Yes. Shorts. Uh, he is under the influence of, of shorts. I am. I, 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 I just do like shorts. I, I just find <laughs> pants, long pants are just PT, you know, because you've, you've got to wear socks and then you've got to wear shoes. Shorts, yeah. you can just like go around the house in uh, slippers or slops, which they is might quite be, nice. They might be PT, but they're also PPE. Just keep that in mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, uh, <laughs> let's hope there's no conspiracy theory about COVID-19 being able to enter through your knees. <laughs> then, well, <laughs> then I'm screwed. But, <laughs> but you know, guys, I, I secretly just I secretly just do it for Paige because I know that she likes to admire my my sexy sculpted legs from her uh, producing hatch over there. <laughs> so, Paige, it's just for you, honey. All right, gents, enough tomfoolery. Uh, let's move on to the news. And Brenwin, what's okay. been happening? Okay, well, uh, you know, South Africa is crazy about pickups. Everybody loves a good bucky. They do. They do. And Mitsubishi announced the release of its Triton Extreme on Friday. Uh, it's a limited edition version of its rather underrated double cab. And having sampled the current Triton on two occasions previously, I can say with confidence that it is a product worth recommending. So what do you get in the Extreme? Well, for starters, it is based on the flagship 4x4 automatic derivative. And Mitsubishi claims that the optional kit they added comes to 100,000 Rand, but they are only asking a 40,000 Rand premium over what you would pay for the regular model. So a 60 grand discount. That sounds of. ridiculous to me. I mean, economically, that just sounds impossible. Well, this is so, why I say sort of. Yeah. You know, there's obviously some actuarial element in there. Nothing's for free in this life. Or maybe Nothing. they're just being more charitable than usual. No, but, not um, when it comes to business. <laughs> <laughs> but let me go on, let me go on. It's, it, it comes with black A-line wheels, Pirelli Scorpion all-terrain tires, model-specific branding, people love that, a blacked-out bumper and grill, headlight covers, window visors, door handle cups, a, uh, a style bar, and a fender flare kit. You also get a tailgate with hydraulic drop supports, a rubberized load bed with a cover and a tow bar. So it basically fell through the auto style catalog. Yeah. Uh, it costs 639,995 Rand and 95 cents. And in a nutshell, it's 
Say your prayers, Ford Ranger Raptor. Well, not quite. I mean, I think yeah. the Ranger Raptor has a far more sophisticated suspension. Yeah. Uh, we've all driven the Raptor in this yeah. room. I think we can, you know, we, we can say that that suspension works, you know. It mm. does. It's a more polished everyday product. I think if mm. you're out, you know, mm. I think if, you, if you're in Boxburg, you want to go <laughs> for the Ranger. But if you stay out near Volcom, uh, you know, which is a bit more rural, mm. but still kind of on, on the Zev side of life, then uh, maybe the Isuzu is the one for you, especially because there's a style bar. I mean, yeah. that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, how to up your style. Yeah. Get you know? a style bar. Yeah. It's very simple. It's brilliant. But while we're still on Bucky's, if you are from anywhere and you want a Bucky for about 350, 360K, have you, seen, have you guys seen the new JAC T8? What is that? My a jack. goodness. A jack. A jack of all trades. It's a, it is a jack of buckies, I tell you. Yeah. It is one gorgeous looking Chinese bucky. It's mm. the most gorgeous bucky I've seen. It does look good, I must Jeez. say. Okay. I have seen a picture of it. Um, yeah. I've yet to drive it, though. We have it downstairs. I drove it today. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely surprising and stunning. Uh, it's it's got a VW engine, which makes me wonder, is this what? Amarok Light? Uh, <laughs> it's got a VW engine. Yes, it uses yeah. uh, uh, the old Polo TDI. I don't know if you remember the Polo TDI two-door. The yeah, 1. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 1.9. It mm. uses that okay. engine. So that means it's got pretty decent torque to carry whatever you want, you know. And my word, it is such a refined bucky from yeah. a Chinese brand. I have never experienced anything like that. I haven't experienced such enthusiasm from you in weeks. And I mean, and just, you know, it's, like you've, it's like you've met, you know, the dream girl. Tommy, I, it's I, unbelievable. I, I usually root for the for, 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 for the little guy. Okay. And I like to see a, a, a giant fall. Yeah, <laughs> do, huh? Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Tell you what, I'd like to see what a jack looks like in five years after 150,000 Ks. Yeah, it's okay. It's called instant gratification. You know? Probably yeah. naked. But the good thing about it is that you could probably go to the gold wagon and you can go and buy spare parts for it because it's a polar source engine. Yeah, so that's true. that's pretty cool. I like that. Ah, well. True. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I, I, I really would like to have a go in the, in the jack, the JAC. Yeah. Do, do that. I get our, our colleague, Sean. Yeah. So sure, he's got the car. Okay. He's very charitable. He like is Mitsubishi. Yeah. He's giving out the key. You know, anybody who wants to taste it. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. I might also give that Jack a quick try. Fantastic. Um, is it time for my news? It is. I oh. thought that was your news. No ways. <laughs> okay. Not well, a long shot. Back to you then. Yeah. Uh, this this is where I, I bring you in, Tommy. Uh, yes. I'd like to say, on behalf of all the petrosexuals in the world, we do say... Uh, how do you say we're sorry when, because somebody has passed on? You know, uh, condolences. Condolences uh, to, yeah. to, to me. you. Yes, to what? you. What's happened? Uh, because this week uh, was an announcement of the death of Hans Mezger. Ah, yes. Yes, 90-year-old yes, yes. uh, legendary Porsche engineer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your car probably yeah. has his... Signature. It, it does. It does. I mean, Hans Mesker was uh, instrumental in creating many of the um, complicated, expensive to run yeah. uh, Porsche engines that we all love. Um, but he is. I mean, he was a, a legend. He was in the motorsport programs. Mm, mm. Um, the GT3 uh, also had his touch on it. Yeah, he also created a Formula One engine. 
uh, which McLaren used to win the, the title with. They did, uh, but it was under the name of Tag. Of Tag, yeah. yes. Yeah. What a, what a legend, because was uh, a legend. I, I was reading about him, yeah. and when Porsche decided to sort of cut down on their motorsports exploits, hmm. um, and instead of retiring uh, Herr Pesga, yeah. They sort of sent him into the offices to you now develop uh, more mainstream stuff, and starting with that 930. 930 Turbo? Yes. Yeah. And just again, just to hear, to sort of learn about him more is that um, he is instrumental in how Porsche's sound, especially the flat six, mm. how that sounds, that other graph boxer, because when he came onto the scene uh, with that old classic. What's that funny-looking Porsche that you're uh, Which from, one? From back in the day. 936, 396, what? The 356. That. The one that looks like a Beetle. That one, that yeah. weird one. Love well, it. Well, yes. they all kind of do, Love yeah. it. Yes. Ap- apparently, when mm. he came onto the scene, that that was using a... I think it was a liquid-cooled engine. Well, as far as I know, it was always it was always just a, it's a adaptation <laughs> of, a, of a Volkswagen Beetle engine, which he then... Yeah, uh, strengthened internally. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. No, they used a wet sump, and then he introduced the dry sump. The dry sump. Yes, uh, which obviously has lingered on for decades. So yeah, uh, rest in peace, Hans Mesga. Yeah. A, uh, sad, a sad loss. A sad loss. A sad loss to the motoring world. But at ninety years old, he had to retire, man. He did. You he know? did. He did. But what a. Um, a legacy to leave behind. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just uh, as we are still on it, um, yeah. we do know that we've just had lo- level three lockdown restrictions, is it? And where they could now allow mm. people to enjoy their tipples and liquid poisons and all that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Racing fuel. Yes. And, uh, and we've seen, we have seen the effects of that. So just, just quite today, as fresh as today, I got word that... Uh, Insurance companies are saying when uh, the drunk driving uh, protocols come in, uh, seriously, people are going to sort of uh, lose their cover if they are found to have been involved in an accident and you've only just had probably one drink. Mm. You will lose your cover and they will not pay. That's it. You lose your car, you lose your cover, you lose your savings. Yeah. You lose your life. Imagine that. So the moral of the story, guys, is don't even have one when you're out driving. Just don't ha- have a nice non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. Yes. It's refreshing. It tastes very similar. And uh, everyone will be happy on the way home. Yeah, or just take an Uber, guys. If exactly. You wanna, if you want a good drink, just don't drive. It's really as simple as that. Yeah. And I'm quite behind this this uh, this move to, you know, totally reduce um eliminate drinking completely I, I i've always thought that this whole i'll have one and i'll still be fine to drive mm. thing doesn't doesn't really sit well with you, you know like how, how how comfortable do you feel driving on sa roads on a friday night for example knowing that someone could be driving back from a, a dinner having had just one but uh, it's never just one is it no it's quite interesting that's exactly what i noticed when we moved from level four to mm. level three Whereby when we were driving during level five, because we had the the permits to drive, I felt safer because there was no traffic next to no traffic at all on yeah. the roads. Now, as soon as everybody went back on the road, I found myself having a genuine fear of 
what other drivers could do. You know, I mm. had a whole heaven onto myself. Very true. It is very, very true. true, yeah. And now if you add alcohol. It's a recipe for, for disaster. It's a disaster. But uh, maybe you won't see as many people on the roads um, as they have been now because petrol's going up again in July. Bad yep. news. Uh, Bad yep. news. Our, sal- our salary is going up. No, of course not. Uh-oh. No, no. No, salaries never go up, but the price of fuel is always going back up. Uh, let me just read for you. I've got some press release info. Um, oil is continuing its march back towards its previous levels in the first half of June, setting the scene for further hefty fuel price increases going into July. Oh, dear. This is the view of the Automobile Association, in brackets AA, and its commentary on unaudited mid-month fuel price data released by the Central Energy Fund. So based on current figures, petrol is set to climb up by one rand 59 a litre, diesel by one rand 48, and illuminating paraffin by one rand 94. What? Yeah. That's quite steep. It's pretty steep. Yeah, I feel pretty sad now. Gee. Well, let's take a break and uh, you can hopefully get over your sadness and uh, (sighs) Pootie can forget about the jack and we can get on with the show. (laughs) Guys, we'll be back with you shortly. Join me, Nicole Engelbrecht, your host on True Crime South Africa, a weekly podcast that covers both solved and unsolved South African true crime cases. Welcome back to Cargumentative. Uh, Puti. Yes, sir. Is it June exam time? Yes. Uh, like every good student. Yeah. Smack in the middle of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, giving a test to look back at what you've learned since the start of the year. Yeah. We have learned that COVID-19 is serious, serious, serious business. It is. It also could be a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> at 5G. Seriously? <laughs> yes. And of course, we thought, let's also do our own exams. You know, Let's see what we have learned since the start of the year in terms of new cars launched here in the country and uh, that we would buy using our own cash. <laughs> okay. Well, so. well, the own cash, but uh, like you didn't mention that in the criteria. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if this were multiple choice, yo, I'd have failed a long time ago. Yes, 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 yes. And obviously, I'm the instigator of that. Um and I said, let's choose three cars. And uh, yes, and I have to admit, my three cars are one car in different colors. <laughs> nice. Well, it's it's important to have that, you know, because sometimes you're in a good mood, sometimes you're not, sometimes you're melancholic. And yes. It's yes. important uh, to have that, that color indeed. matching. We must have that option. Why should it be that if you want a car, mm. if you want three cars, why must they always be different brands? Why can't you have the same car in different colors that's three different cars agreed does this, it make sense doesn't it totally yes and for me that car is that new toyota corolla sedan yeah okay. what a beauty it's a very good looking car that um the corolla just gets better and better aesthetically wise 
um, with every new generation. I mean, mm. the previous one, we all kind of thought, yeah, this is this is improving, you know. The Uber. I mean, that was in 2013. We mm. were all there because Toyota mm. had every single media person in that. sub-Saharan Africa. I remember that. Um, at a banquet hall in the Cape. Um, and um, we thought, yeah, this is pretty good. Pretty good. But the new one, that's a good-looking car. That is a complete uh, detour from the last uh, Corolla. Yeah. Um, you just wonder if it, does it come from the same company? I mean, I look at that car every day. I'm bombarded by mm. advertising of this car on social media, and I all 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 the time lose my breath. And now I've decided, okay, I want it in white. Yeah. For my sort of you know daily drive, you know, to come to the arena office to come and do the podcast. Not your side hustle as a as a. Uh, as an Uber driver, an uh, Uberist. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't want people messing into messing my beautiful Corolla sedan. Well, that's why you so, get the quest. Which is why there's the quest for such. Uh, okay, fine. All right. Uh, exactly. Fair enough. Yes. So yeah, the other one would be a blue, which would be mm. perfect for a Thursday. I think. I think on a Thursday afternoon, mm. blue kind of looks very nice. I like that blue, like that metallic blue. Yeah. Very moody. Very mm. nice blue, you know, yeah. just in the middle of the week, you know, you've just come back from the doldrums of work and about to introduce the happiness of the weekend. Yeah. I think a blue is, is, is a good color for that. Yeah. And then I also like it in that, uh, is this orangish, reddish? Color? Yeah, burnt orange. Yeah. Mm. yeah that, that, that has to obviously have some uh, aftermarket rims on it, just, you know, for Saturday or Sunday, okay. just to say, yeah, I'm a baller. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a baller, but I'm sensible. I'm sensible, a sensible balling. Yeah. Have you driven that car? No, I haven't. Okay, so you're just going on on uh, looks. Well, I drove the hash version, and that was awesome. It was a good car. I, I don't. I don't think that having a boot is going to ruin the recipe. No, but I do think that Toyota missed a trick by not having that 1.2 turbo engine yep, offered in the Corolla. They've only got those. They've got the two liter and the 1.8 and the 1.8. The two liters from the Rav4. The Rav4, correct. Mm. Yeah. Um, Which I think, if you pair it with the manual. Because you can't get a manual with a two liter. Yeah, it's okay. In fact, I mean, this is this is the car that I, I was going to discuss on, on the drive section of of this fantastic podcast. Well, we can uh, we can keep it for drive. But but yeah, okay, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have something to look forward to. Yeah, we do definitely. Not to put a damper on on uh, Putty's Corolla enthusiasm, but let me talk about my uh, my three cars. Go for it. Okay, uh, and I mean, if if this were June exams, it would be. June exams at like a really elite private school. Because mm. I've got some really premium wares on here that are perhaps a little irrelevant uh, given the current climate. But, you know, I mean, let's, uh, you know, these cars do sort of reset the bar in certain respects. So let's I go with that. I okay. can't wait for this. Yeah, all right. So first, first of all, we've got, and oh, interestingly enough, they're all six-cylinder cars, okay? All six-cylinder? Okay. All now six-cylinder. you're touching yeah. me on the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figuratively. Go on, go on. But anyway, first, <laughs> we've got the Audi A755 TFSI, mm. which uh, I had last week, and the refinement of that thing is fantastic. Okay, now it uses that um, 2,995 cc V6 that we, that's quite familiar uh, in the Volkswagen group, petrol V6, turbocharged, but this one's also got a 48-volt hybrid setup as well, uh, mm. operating in tandem with that. But it's just so plush and quiet, and there's just this fantastic groundswell of power. Um, ride quality is superb, even though the car had a 21-inch 21, uh, 21 wheels. I mean, mm. ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you can spec 
air suspension, of course, and that's and it's got the adaptive um, adaptive ride control as well, optional, mm. uh, of course. But that makes a world of difference. And four wheel steering, man, mm. the agility of this thing is fantastic. And parallel parking in the city, easy. Okay, next car, BMW M- uh, X3 M40D, great engine. That, M40D. That yeah, the M40D, that inline uh, six. Fantastic! You guys have sampled that at some point yes, in whatever I, car. I think we spoke about it. This, this is why I love having masks in studio because I could tr- truly just call You wouldn't know that I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could be smiling or smiling. You could be smiling, smiling, you, know, you could yes. be... But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic engine. And like, you know, that car just sort of gives you this sense of invincibility, which is probably uh, a little delusional because... If you were to have a flat in the middle of a Karoo, you've got run flats, so mm. I mean, there's not, not much you can do. And that's why when faced with the option of taking that or a Mercedes V-Class down to PE, I took the V-Class. Ah, so this is the M40D? M40D, yeah. The one that I famously said, where's the M in that 40D? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, look, I think, you know, it's powerful. It's, it's a new age M. It's, okay. a, it's a thinking man's M. Okay. Especially with the price of petrol going up, fam. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to touch me on the studio. My but last you're car. You're missing. My <laughs> last car. Yeah. My last car. It's the Mercedes AMG GT53. Mm. Uh, I mean, it is an A, uh, an E class underneath, even though they've stuck the GT moniker on. But plenty of presence, and I love that six cylinder engine. It, it makes the burly and thirsty uh, 63 seem a bit uh, wasteful. That's uh, quite a dramatic car, that. Uh, we, we drove that in 63 AMG. Yeah. And just the, the ostentatious vibe around that car, you know, the noise, the shape. Would you want it in Sensible 53 or you just want it in full-blown Demon AMG? No, I think like like what you said with your Corolla thing, you know, you could be a baller and you could be sensible. Because you get the 53, you can spec it with that that um, sort of matte black paint that your 63 had. Yeah. Very baller. You know, upspec the alloys. People won't notice the difference. I don't know if if I had that kind of money to play in that game, I'd be embarrassed to buy the fifty three <laughs> because our people are like, oh, you can't afford the sixty three. <laughs> well, all you do is you take the badges off, and then nobody oh, will know. Debadge exactly. it. Debadge it. Exactly. Stealth. Stealth mode. <laughs> Simple. Incognito mode. Problem solved. I'll be here all afternoon. <laughs> I don't think I'm with the same bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> No one will know if you get it in matte black. Wow. Because it absorbs the light. They all look alike. They've all got that Panamericana grill and, right. you know. Not, not bad. I mean, if, since I'm the the teacher in this, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll score you 70 and I'll send you to the corner for that funny BMW. <laughs> sure. We'll stand yeah, in the I corner there. That. In your dance hat. <laughs> 70 is good. I mean, what is the the national pass rate these? Uh, minimum Ooh, mark these don't days? go uh, there. <laughs> 20? Yeah. 30? So, I mean, I'm like, this. this distinctions. and It is, yeah. Off to uni you go, my boy. <laughs> Get that BA in dramatic arts. Yeah. I can't wait to hear Tommy's top three. Jeez, my top three. I don't know what's happened to me, but I've lost my short-term memory. I mean, it's now June. And um, I can I can I, like I can hardly remember anything that I've tested this year that stands out, which is either a reflection of how boring modern cars have become, uh, or B just how bad my short term memory has become because of lockdown. Oh, 
you or, know. Or, or C. Yeah. You probably have COVID-19. Have you been tested? No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Actually, I don't know why I'm laughing because we are in the same studio as this guy right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think it affects memory as well, doesn't it? I think it affects everything. <laughs> Sanity, memory. Anyway, but having said that, um, there are two cars which really have stood out for me already, and that is um, the new Suzuki Espresso. Ah, I thought that was I thought that was a very a very cool budget car offering. Um, yes, it hasn't been crash tested, and when those results come out, it's probably not going to be good. Mm. But from a pure drivability point of view, I was very impressed with that vehicle um, at the price. Cheapest car in South Africa. It, 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 it really does perform well for what it is. Um, and it's like a disposable kind of appliance. You know, you buy mm. one, even if you're not a first-time buyer, you can buy one, um, you know, if it gets, you know, hailed on or somebody opens a door and it, you're not going to lose sleep because it's basically mm. just an appliance. It's like a disposable phone in a way. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it's not something you really... I, I, I must admit, I didn't quite like it yeah. that much. Yeah, I think we spoke about it in the previous episode. I think we did. But uh, as from this week, I started liking it. Yeah. Uh, purely because Ford has just introduced the Figo Freestyle. Yeah. Which is simply just taking some stock from a rental company who's not working and <laughs> prepping it up with SUV stuff and calling that a crossover. Yeah. I, I, I was just touched. like, why do you do that? No. And Suzuki, now you realize that they actually made the effort to build a proper little SUV rather than just, uh, I don't know. something. You know, just take a swift, you know, raise yeah. the suspension, say, hey, there's a little crossover. So just for that, yes. But I think Suzuki is missing a trick, though, because they should take a swift and do that. Because that, that Figo Freestyle, I mean, it's competing with the Renault Sendero Stepway. Yeah. The Polo Vivo Max. Max. The cross up to a certain extent. Yeah, cross up to a certain of, extent. You know. And uh, I mean, there was one other car. There was the Etios Cross. The Etios Cross. There yeah. you go. You see, I quite like those cars. I do too. I like them. They kind of give you, they give you a little bit of more, a little bit more ground clearance, which is mm. cool. Mm. Um, I like the styling, especially on some cars when they get that cladding on the arches and down the rocker panels, etc. It makes them look cooler. Especially with the app. True. Like the app is a great car, but in cross-up spec, it, it really makes our car pop. It just looks better. Which is why you yeah. guys are the journalists and the, pers- the, the, the consumers are the buyers. Look at the numbers and tell me mm. how your ATS Cross is doing in terms of sales. How people are more intelligent than that. They yeah. want an SUV. They know that, seriously, putting on some some extra shoes from Tiger Wooden Tire does not turn you into an SUV. No, I disagree. Because <laughs> if you look at the Renault Sendero Stepway, they sell more Stepways than the regular Sendero. But that's the thing. The Stepway does not pander to being a crossover. It does. It, f- it plays in that very same category as the Etios Cross and the Vivo Max. Right. Yeah. And does. But I still say it's, it's, a, it's a chicken move on Ford why can't they just develop a whole new small SUV well nah, I mean, they've nah, got nah. the Eco Sport they've something the smaller than that the Eco, the Eco Sport is quite large yeah. so why, why take the short route because everybody else is doing it and it, I think it's developed locally isn't it I don't, I don't think know. so. I d- they do sell. I, I'm pretty sure they sell the freestyle in overseas markets is it? could mm. be uh, I don't see it working We'll come back here one day and compare numbers. I don't see people buying that. No, I think people will buy that thing. People want that illusion of 
outdoorsiness and sort of ruggedness, you know. And and guess who's I, offering? I totally them. get the appeal. Guess who's offering them that? Suzuki Espresso. <laughs> nah, but that's in a totally different class, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It, it's a it's an interesting debate that taking a, a normal hatchback and SUV, yeah, SUVing it, and I think it in some cases it works, some cases it doesn't, and I think that the sales figures for the normal ones are higher because a lot of fleet companies would buy those vehicles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, true. so I think I think from a, a private point of view, you might be more inclined to buy the SUV aping version. Um, so that's the espresso. Uh, Paige is whirling her hands around. <laughs> I don't know if she's trying to do the hustle or telling me to... to she's like, that's the car I like, that's the car I like. Exactly. So <laughs> very quickly, an, another car that, that really impressed me this year, um, and it was a time where I really got to drive it, how it was intended to be driven, was that uh, Toyota GR Supra, which I had at the, the Emerald Speed Festival. Yes. Uh, very challenging high-speed uh, time trial course, and that car was brilliant. It really is a cracking sports car. Drove it flat out in the dry, in the rain, um, and it's just, they got that car spot on. It's got great steering feel. It's very communicative, easy to drive. It's forgiving. It tells you all the things you want to know. Mm. Excellent. I, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I'll take it. I'll take it just for the looks. looks but I, I know Comrade Nadia has an interesting story about that car. Would you care to share quickly? The Supra. No, the, just, your just experience with the Supra. Refresh my my memory again. Let's go back to something about blowing up a tire and all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, it wasn't me, but but it was it was another colleague on the launch of uh, of the GR Supra, who unfortunately had a a, a blowout. At high speed. At yeah. high speed. Mm. I think it was in excess of 120 kilometers an hour. Mm. And uh, sure. and then, interestingly enough, a, a colleague who was road testing the Z4 also had. experienced a very similar thing where the tire just sort of like wormed its way. Decided to take leave off the, the rim. rim. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, that aside, like I, I don't disagree with your sentiments about mm. the Super Thomas. What yeah. a fantastic car. And Excellent actually, car. I think it makes its roofless counterpart just seem like a, a, a floppy, wet sock. Yeah, I would yeah. take the Super any day. I mean, and I think Toyota really got, I mean, Toyota gets a lot of flack for making a car that's essentially just a BMW. Mm. Okay. And uh, you either hate that or you kind of accept that i accept that because i like toyota i'm glad there's a super out there i'm yeah. glad that they offer a halo product and i think that toyota have made that car and that platform better than bmw has made it and the suspension in particular is really mm. good because it's not that hard crashy bmw-esque ride that you normally get in that performance mm. cars yeah it's a lot more yeah it's, and it's but it's still firm it's firm enough to exploit the car, but keep things interesting. Yeah, I, I think for me the big one was so with the Supra. Does that mean that we will not see an Z4 coupe version as as traditionally would get from the <laughs> Z cars? You know, is that the new M coupe? Now they've sort of given the tender to Toyota to do. You do the M coupe. <laughs> I don't know. It does seem like know. it though. It's possible. It's yeah. quite, because actually the the the. the I think the agreement says Toyota will do the hot top and BMW do will do the, the drop top. Yeah. So there goes your M coupe. If you want an M coupe, go to Toyota. Yeah, get it. <laughs> and I mean, second hand, you can get them up for like, you know, 800,000 Rand. Like uh, the people just, I don't know, it just seems to be, it seems like a car that's set to depreciate. 
Uh, yeah. We'll see what they look like in five years from yeah. now, I think. It'll still look super. Good future buy, super. that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Beautiful super, super. Yeah. So there was that. There was the Supra. And I'm just trying to think of anything else that stands out. And um, Yeah, no. I'm struggling here, huh? Nothing, huh? That's because so I'm many struggling. cars so many cars would have been launched, but yeah. obviously due to COVID nineteen there's a been a lot of there was holding back. I mean this year started off on such a fantastic note, you know. Yeah. There, there was a lot in the pipeline. Yeah, there was the Corolla. There was a Corolla, there was the uh, Hyundai I thirty N, which there is really yeah, I'd, nice. I'd car. like to drive that. I haven't driven that. Really d- nice, yeah. but but I mean uh, at that price point you're just they're fighting a losing battle, you know. Yeah. No. It's sad. It's okay. At least one good car came out before yeah. lockdown. That was a Corolla in blue, in white, in red. What other car did they come with? Jeez. Love that car. The, <laughs> the Haval H2 facelift was launched earlier this year. Yes. Uh, good looking thing. Well equipped, reasonably priced. Just that engine lets it down, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, I, I must say again, obviously with the J8. Is it the, the JAC, sorry. Uh, quite interesting how... That car, in fact, the quality, the build quality, yeah. I think, is better than in the Havel. And that's a Bucky. How does it smell? It smells greasy. absolutely Chinese. Greasy. So it's gluey. Gluey yes, and greasy. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's, that's, that's just the one put off. And, and it seems to be quite prevalent among those Chinese manufactured cars. Is uh, that adhesive smell, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've always thought manufacturers manufacture cars to... Uh, the demand by the market. So perhaps it is the Chinese people who say, we want our cars to smell like that. Have you thought about that one? <laughs> we just like to get high while driving our cars. <laughs> it could be. could be. Could it could like very that. well be because if they had a problem with the pong like we do, I'm pretty sure the manufacturers have long listened and put in some nice potpourri in there. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a great... I mean, I've, I've always wanted to do something on like how, how manufacturers manufacture the, the aromas of the interiors because they all smell ah. different and I mean I think that if somebody had to come in here blindfold us and take us down to like 10 cars I'm sure we'd be we'd be able to identify what cars they are just by smelling the cabin you're right yes. very and, right and the Germans will smell like money doesn't it you're like oh that smells uh, like money the, s- <laughs> the smell of success the smell of high <laughs> maintenance fees when, <laughs> when your motor plan expires <laughs> I think it's definitely a good discussion or experiment for another mm. another show. Yeah. I don't think we can do that. We are forced to wear masks, yeah, gentlemen. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't really think of anything. I mean, I can tell you something that that didn't excite me. That was that Renault Megane uh, sports, the yes. trophy. Yes, we sorted that. We or the cup. Which one was it? The trophy or the cup? cup. Either way, either way, we we we, re- we realize that you're getting older. I not just you lost, uh, uh, myself uh, I'm, also, I'm also getting older I, I can't it, handle it I didn't find it exciting I didn't find it fun it beeped at me all the time because it had some electrical fault and I, I just I don't know uh, and it's so anonymous in the population of hot hatches isn't it anonymous bad uh, driving position yeah, I mean, and it's got that four wheel steer which I just don't see the point of having in a hot hatch hot yeah. hatches shouldn't have four wheel steer yeah, it it is opinion. quite strange ergonomically now that you mention it. Yeah, again, it's not comfortable. Just never I, sit comfortable in that thing. I struggled, and it never used to be like that. But uh. this one is particularly bad. Yeah. So yeah, is that it for our June exams? I think that's it. Yeah. Shall we I do think this that's again in December? We should. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see if we if we can pass for metric now. Yeah, I got a bad report card. So <laughs> I have to start cramming. Yeah. Have to yes. brush up. 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Brendan got a Seventy, and you got. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Just give him a, a condoned pass. Give him a condoned pass. Yeah, thirty yeah, percent. Don't okay. pass. Sorry, right, come along. Fine. I can still go to university. We yeah. like you. <laughs> come through. Come through to the next level. You guys are sweet. I like you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's it for the uh, the media exams, and uh, that's also it for the show because we've enjoyed ourselves so much and we've chatted so much that uh, Paige says. We don't have time for doing road test impressions. So, oh, that's okay. I'll hang on to this one for the next one. Yeah, definitely. I haven't road tested anything anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Unless I was going to speak up on the Citroen again. Oh, no, please. Yeah, <laughs> then I it's really like Groundhog Day. <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. I want some difference in my life. So, so that's it, guys. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Pootie. Thanks for joining me in the studio. And that's a wrap from Cargumentative. We'll be back next week. See you then.